0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life, with me, Vincent DiCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer, and Rollin Warren, CareNet's President and CEO. On this episode of CareCast, Rollin and I will discuss the difference between BIOS and Zoe, and what it means for the Pro Abundant Life Movement. All right, so Rollin, today, you know, uh, as is often the case here on the uh, CareCast podcast. You just sort of start talking about something, you know, in the lunchroom, in the hallway, in your office, whatever it might be. And
1: sometimes people listen. <laughs> <And> sometimes, <laughs> on prom- the rare occasions right, when people listen,
0: I promise you, I'm listening. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and in this particular case, um, this was actually not not. It, it was about an hour ago from the time that we're actually sitting here, Hot recording, off the press, recording this. Yeah, you started talking about something, and I I said to myself. You need to talk about this on our in our podcast, and yeah. it was this idea of it was a study of John ten ten. Yeah. I came that you would have life and have and have it more abundantly, which of course is the the scripture verse we use as we talk about our pro abundant life vision here at Cairnet. Um, and you really pointed out a really fascinating thing about the 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 word that Christ actually used for life in there. Yeah. Um, and the implications that has around this pro abundant life. Uh, vision that we have. So why don't you go ahead and talk yeah, about that? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it was great. I was doing. A, I'm doing a, a little study with R.C. Sproul, who I love. Mm-hmm. He's passed on now, but just an amazing guy, amazing theologian and, and and scholar. And he was talking about that that verse, and he was talking mm-hmm. about uh, the fact that Christ, when he was talking about When he was saying those words, he wasn't talking to dead people.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So, and he kind of unpacked that in a way that said, look, you know, he wasn't talking to dead people. So he wasn't saying, I came to give you life because they were already alive. So he wasn't talking about bios, Mm -hmm, you know, bios, mm -hmm. so to speak, you know, physical life, if Mm -hmm, you will, mm -hmm. right? Because they were already alive. He was talking about Zoe, Mm -hmm. right? And and, and he really explained that in a powerful way. It's it's a quality of life, right? Mm -hmm. A unique quality of life. Or aspect of life, or attributes of life that you can only get by having a connection to God through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was talking about, mm-hmm. and it just struck me about how amazing that is when we think about what what we're called to do uh, in the pro abundant life movement. Because <laughs> you know there there there's a there's an opportunity for the movement and our work to be focused on. The bios, right? right. B-I-O-S. Yep. Like mm-hmm. The physical life, like we save the baby's life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be how you can kind of define success. But that's not abundant life, right? So when we say we want to be pro-abundant life, we're saying not just physical life, but also, Zoe, this spiritual life that comes with the relationship mm-hmm. uh, with God through mm-hmm. Jesus through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at our pro-abundant life perspective, we, we talk about we have these two pillars, mm-hmm. right? The roof is the pro-abundant life kind of roof mm-hmm. based on John 10, 10, And then we've got two pillars that hold that up. One is really based on, we call it the family, if mm-hmm. you will, based mm-hmm. on the first chapter of Mark. And we use the story of Mary and Joseph and how you know Jesus came into this family, mm-hmm. a father and mother, uniting in marriage, loving each other. Loving, loving God and loving their child as a model for what mm-hmm. our response, the high idea we should mm-hmm. be seeking uh, to a, a accomplish from, a, from a, a pro-abundant life perspective. Mm-hmm. But that's only one of the pillars. The mm-hmm. second pillar mm-hmm. is this focus on discipleship, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's, it's life, right? Mm-hmm. Christ came that we might have life, have it abundantly to one end so that we might become disciples of Jesus Christ, to be disciples who make disciples who live in love like Jesus. In mm-hmm. other words, the life issue is an on-ramp or an opportunity for discipleship, mm-hmm. like every other good work. Water for the thirsty, food for the hungry, clothes for the naked, well, compassion for the pregnant. Mm-hmm. To what end? Mm-hmm. So that folk might be become disciples mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just amazing to me that 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 structure that we're talking about actually has those two words in it. The, mm-hmm. the bios really is really this whole notion around family. In other words, we know that if a woman has a father that's engaged and if, and if, and if they're moving towards a path uh, t- towards marriage and that whole notion that she feels more supported mm-hmm. from that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And when she feels more supported, and we know that because 86% of the women that have abortions are unmarried, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the father's the most influential in her decision to abort and all that stuff. So we know that if she has that support, that family support that way, she's more likely to give her child life. In other words, vials, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Right. But that's just the, that's just the first pillar, mm-hmm. Right. But what do we also know? Well, we also know that we have a call, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to help her become a disciple of Jesus Christ, for the child that's growing inside of her to become Mm -hmm. a disciple of Jesus Christ, for the guy who got her pregnant to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. which is the discipleship piece, which is the second pillar, which is what? zoe it's mm-hmm. a fu- it's mm-hmm. a full it's a fullness it's a fullness of life mm-hmm. perspective and it's a pro abundant life right. perspective yeah. and it's really from my perspective important to clarify that because a lot of times you say abundant people might start to think like material stuff like mm-hmm. you can get more stuff mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you ha- so in other words it's an, it's basically they're thinking it through a, a, a bias perspective mm-hmm. like if you have an abundant life that means i got Lots of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm, exactly. I got yeah. a comfortable yeah. living.
1: I've I got an abundance. But that's not what Christ was talking about. Right. He was talking about an aspect, a quality of life mm-hmm. that only comes through a relationship mm-hmm. with God, through the relationship with, with Jesus Christ. And it just kind of right. blew me away when, mm-hmm. when you start to think about that, mm-hmm. how comprehensive. Uh, what God has called us to is, yeah. and how really it, from our perspective, and I think, you know, it's it's frankly, just look at it through the lens of scripture. Mm-hmm. That's really what we should be trying to do. We shouldn't just be focused on just, you know, it's not just about saving the baby, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, raising the child, that's all important stuff. And we want to try to do that, but it's also about building, you know, a pro abundant life perspective, which means that you're going to be focused on trying to help that child come up in a high quality, low conflict, uh, family with with two parents that love each other, love mm-hmm. love him, are married, and mm-hmm. also love the Lord. I mm-hmm. mean, that's really the perspective. Right. Yep. But to what end? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that they might become disciples
0: of Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's you know like you said, this this vision is really uh, it's really played out in Karenette's work. Yes, I mean that's why we have we we are building this Making Life Disciples initiative and really uh, educating and equipping and engaging churches. To become more proactively involved in, you know, in pro-life ministry, absolutely, um, or building a real ministry response in the church to help people who are considering abortion, and of course, you know, with our pregnancy centers, emphasizing with them uh, the holistic care that yeah. they need to be providing for the women and men that they serve. That it's not just about, you know, material support. Um, and even just emotional support, but also about that spiritual spiritual yeah. aspect of it as well, uh, where they're finding opportunities to, you know, appropriately um, and winsomely share, share the gospel and, and help people on, on that spiritual path as well. Um, so it's all of those things. And that's, again, pro-abundant life. And um, it's great to know that R.C. Sproul at least talked about that in some way, shape or, yeah. or form. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. Yeah. And,
1: and the reason why that it's so important, because if, if you don't link those two things together, mm-hmm. you actually then in that case, then you say, well, really, we don't really, quote, need the church.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Because there's lots of people that are focused on physical life, lots of social services agencies and governments that are focused on physical
0: life. -hmm. Right.
1: Right. But there's only one institution here Mm -hmm. that God put on earth Mm -hmm. to help you have that relate, that unique relationship to God through a relationship right. with Jesus Christ, which is the church. Yeah. So if we don't frame it that way, then what happens is we can actually become just focused on bios,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: right? Just focused on bios, which means that we're focused on the physical and emotional, like mm-hmm. you said, but mm-hmm. not on the spiritual, mm-hmm. uh, which is a key part of this. And so when you have those two aspects of, of life, if, mm-hmm. if you will, in the context of abundant life together, it means that the church is not just an extra group that we need to get engaged. I mean the church is essential it's to this. the group, yeah. It is the group because mm-hmm. it's the seat of discipleship, mm-hmm, right? right. Absolutely. You know, that that's the that is the institution or structure that Christ left mm-hmm. that helps us have abundant life consistent with what Christ articulated in John 10:10. 10, 10. So the church has has this isn't like extra work. Mm-hmm. This is actually the work mm-hmm. of the church because mm-hmm. the church has a very specific call, mm-hmm. right? As it supports BIOS, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. to really help people have Zoe mm-hmm. in the context of that unique relationship uh, with God uh, mm-hmm. through a relationship with Jesus, Jesus Christ right. in that context. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. And and folks can go to makinglifedisciples.com to learn about more about what we're doing there on with, with churches. Absolutely. Yeah. I
1: absolutely should. We, we want, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were trying to have a thousand churches by 2020, have, mm-hmm. a, have a making life disciples ministry there mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of really important reasons. One is, uh, that we we need to be able to transition clients from pregnancy centers to the church mm-hmm. for ongoing support and discipleship. Mm-hmm. So we can't have those folks go back into a discipleship relationship with a culture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because discipleship is not just a biblical construct; it's mm-hmm. a principle of replication, right? Right. So right. if you're a parent, your children are your disciples. If you're a gang leader, and I know Ben, you do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> right? right. Your gang. My gang is you're, my my kids, my, right. my wife exactly. and my kids. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The, the, you, they're your disciples, right? right? Yeah. So. A person comes to a pregnancy center because they have a discipleship relationship with a culture. Mm-hmm. They come and have the evangelical experience mm-hmm. there, and evangelism leads to conversion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, But we're not called to make converts We're called to make disciples So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that she and he move Not back to the culture to become disciples And then replicate In other words, we see them again with a new pregnancy And a new situation right. yeah. We want them to move to the church So they can become disciples there mm-hmm. Where the replication happens in their life In their children's life, e- e- yeah. etc yeah. So that's really, really important mm-hmm. uh, That that we that we understand that And have that, that perspective In terms of what making life disciples Is really designed to do And the other th- reason, is we kind of close up is that we need we need to make sure there's a ministry response in the church mm-hmm. because we you know we know from our survey that we did uh, several years ago that when we talked to women who had had abortions, mm-hmm. nearly four out of ten were attending church at the time of their first abortion in other words, they're in church mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right facing a pregnancy decision and end up going to Planned Parenthood or some other pro- abortion provider. And we want to make that make sure that they, they never look like a compassionate alternative. Mm-hmm. But there's a ministry on-ramp in the church mm-hmm. so that she knows that her church is not going to try to stone her with condemnation mm-hmm. uh, like the Pharisees wanted to treat the woman caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. She, she will know that her church will treat her the way that Christ did. So, neither I condemn you, Mm-hmm. but go and sin no more. So mm-hmm. for two very, very important reasons, we mm-hmm. need to have this ministry response in the church. Yeah.
0: And again, for our listeners, if you want to be one of our volunteers yes. who brings Making Life Disciples to your own church, yep. again, you can sign up at makinglifedisciples.com. We actually have folks around the country who are standing by who will reach out to you and help you with that process. Yep. Uh, they'll personally coach you through that and give you resources that you need in order to make that happen. So it's a really exciting part of what we're doing at CareNet.
1: Yep. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that discussion Rollin and I had about John 1010. On the next episode of Carecast, we will talk about the importance of loving your enemies and how that applies to the pro-life movement. We'll see you next time.